Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It's a place to reconnect with your authentic self, to discover your voice of inner wisdom, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal wisdom, spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andrus, and welcome to this week's episode of the Crystal Shaman Life a Podcast. Hey, I am so happy to be connecting with you today. Um, we are going to be talking about the topic of following your own rhythm, um, kind of a, a dance between finding your own rhythm and then really living in alignment with that rhythm. And I know that this is a topic that I've covered in various different ways over the years. Um, It's one that's really near and dear to my heart. And I think it's one that is worthy of ongoing conversation because as we take our journey to come to know ourselves more intimately, as we dive into the path of self-discovery, of healing, of change, transformation, of surrendering, you know, stories and beliefs and ways of being from our past, we begin to discover many different layers to this phrase of finding our rhythm, living in alignment with our rhythm. And I feel like over the past two years, um, my own journey has taken me into a deeper layer of understanding what that means for me and what that looks like and what it feels like and what my own rhythm is. And I think you know, (laughs) I think, you know, I want to say that there's like this couple things happening in my head right now. Um, One is that I want to say, I've got it all figured out. I know exactly what my rhythm is, right? And and at the same time, I'm laughing at myself because I know that I don't. And that uh, the rhythm, our own rhythm is something that continues to ebb and flow and change. And um, our opportunity is to feel it, to be attuned to it, to move with it, to expand in the moments when there is, when things are in alignment to expand and to contract and go within when it's time to go within and to soften when it's time to soften and to strengthen when it's time to strengthen. And all of that is part of finding and living our own rhythm. This is a big one. And, you know, as I said earlier, it's one that I've circled in a lot on this podcast in different ways. And one that I think really warrants, you know, um, awareness and, and conversation and something to continue to bring into our own personal awareness 
in an ongoing basis. Um, I think, you know, when I created the Sanctuary um, Membership Circle, I created it with this desire in the mind, in mind of having a space that was held to um, to support to support individuals in really finding their own rhythm and living according to that rhythm, living in alignment with it, and and finding unique flow, authentic flow, and and that's one of those things where it takes time, it unfolds over time, and. Um, we we dive in and we do a bit of self-discovery and we live in a new rhythm and then we live in that we integrate it and when the time is right to once again dive deep and do a bit more self-discovery we do that and then we live into that rhythm once again and sometimes it overlaps sometimes they weave together sometimes um the threads are you know kind of independent and um they fold in upon each other and come together in beautiful and unique ways and i think uh it's such a such a cool dance as we grow into our new rhythms. Um, what it means to me at this time to live according to my own rhythm <laughs> as compared to what it meant, you know, a decade ago or even longer ago um, or even less than that, it, it looks different. And I like the opportunity, I appreciate the opportunity to have that evolve and shift and change and um, being able to recognize how to live in a way where I feel nourished and, um, and in alignment. So before we go any further into this conversation, one of the things I want to acknowledge and bring voice to is that each one of us has a different rhythm. We each have a unique rhythm, a unique way of moving through life, um, of finding our creative cycle, like our how we bring things into form, when we need to rest, when we need to um, step into places of activity. This is going to look very different for each one of us. So because each of us has such a different rhythm, I want to actually invite you to begin observing other people's rhythms, paying attention to them, and not from a place of judgment, but from a place of curiosity. Because the, when we step into that place of being curious, and we create space for possibility. We begin to see things a little bit differently. And I think a lot of us, you know, I, I really put that phrase in there about, you know, not from the place of judgment. And I say that because a lot of us have been conditioned to believe that there are right ways or certain ways to do things, to get jobs done, to be productive, um, how, when, why, where to work, how, when, why to rest, if to rest or not to rest, <laughs> if to take vacation, if not to take vacation, what you do on vacation. We all have these deeply held, deeply conditioned ideas and beliefs. And they all come from some place. 
And very often we are unaware of these beliefs until they actually pop up as, yep, a judgment when we see someone doing something different. Uh huh. But if we allow ourselves the opportunity to observe another person who's doing something different and get curious about where we would have otherwise held a judgment or an opinion or made something right or wrong, if we can flip that, if we can create space there, we actually open up the possibility of discovering what our own belief about our rhythm is or what we, the expectations, the silent, the quiet, the conditioned expectations that we hold for ourselves. And then comes the next opportunity for curiosity. Is this belief true to me or is this true to someone else? Is this one that I adopted because this is what I was told, because this is what our culture says. This is what my family believes. When we get curious about those ways of doing things, we begin to actually rest into the place of discovering what is right for us. We begin to have the awareness of what is is or is not true or authentic or in alignment. And then we can make a conscious choice. We can consciously choose to carry that forward or to lay it down. Yeah, so this is a big piece here, this whole little thread. (laughs) I just kind of rambled really fast there with a bunch of different pieces. So the, the first piece is really to get curious and step into the place of observation. And the observation is in many ways. It can be observation of yourself. It can be an observation of others. But paying attention to different rhythms, different ways that people do things. And in that process, laying down any sort of judgment or opinion of right or wrong or, you know, the best way to do something, like laying that down and just stepping back, giving space. And then from there, getting curious, getting curious and delighting in another in another way of doing things, because it's so freaking cool sometimes when we can step back and see how somebody else's mind works so magically and amazing, and it's absolutely perfect for them. There's something really cool about that. And in the process, it creates a sense of permission. Remember last week I talked about um, that piece of it's time for you to do you and that part of um, giving ourselves permission to do that, to be who we are, is recognizing other people in their uniqueness, in their authentic expression, in their authentic way of being. And part of their authentic way of being is moving to their own rhythm, just as it is for you. Finding your rhythm, moving to your rhythm, living your rhythm. That is you doing you. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so the next piece I want to speak to around finding our rhythm is that very often we have ways of doing things or expectations of ourselves regarding what it means to be productive, what it means to be contributing, what it means to um, the timelines we give ourselves for getting things done. Um, often we, we will set unrealistic timelines, putting unrealistic pressure upon ourselves, um, creating stress. And I think this like underlying stress, underlying anxiety, underlying thread of fight or flight, freeze or fawn, that's really alive in our culture. It's so under the surface that many of us are unaware of how it is actually um, alive within us. This current that's you know constantly there. We 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 don't always recognize the deadlines or the timelines we set on on ourselves or the expectations we place on ourselves that are continuing to feed this um, low-grade anxiety, low-grade tension, low-grade fight-or-flight or freeze or fawn type of energy until, until it's not there anymore, <laughs> until we have a pause where we can recognize what it feels like to not experience that. And I think this is one of the things that has most significantly shifted for me over the past um, two years. It's this awareness of how my body was running a chronic fight, flight, freeze, fawn response. I think last summer uh, when Chris and I were in the woods, and just really living on a very, very different, <laughs> very, very different set of um, timelines and rules and, you know, expectations for each other and for ourselves. Um, and we were deeply, deeply surrounded by nature. I think I, I said this in an earlier episode in one of one of the recent episodes, but but there was a moment where I couldn't remember the last time I had felt a bit of anxiety. And it was, it was so remarkable because I had become so accustomed to the low-grade anxiety that I just felt on a day-to-day -day basis. And it really it surprised me when I had this awareness because <laughs> I, I couldn't think of another time in my life when I hadn't felt that. Now, a couple weeks ago, I spoke about um, some of the events that unfolded for me over the last two years. And um, how I've really been going through a really deep, deep reset. And part of that reset was this awareness of how much my life has been um, organized by the ways that 
um, I was in a chronic fight or flight. And the, the ways that the complex trauma I had experienced as a child was continuing to be engaged in my day-to-day life in subtle ways or the things that I would do to kind of avoid re-engaging it or sidestep it or try to avoid it. And the ways that I was protecting myself. And I think very often this is one of those things that like we just aren't aware of it until we are. And I think my hope in sharing a bit of this is, hey, you know, many, there are many of us, many, many, many people who are living with um, childhood traumas that have engaged fight or flight so deeply within us, so deeply within our unconscious, that that is actually fueling our rhythm to such a point that we it the the knowing of what is our real rhythm it, there's a disconnect there and so my invitation is that um, you begin to create space for yourself to be present with the ways the ways that um, the ways that anxiety may be living within you, stress may be living within you, fight or flight may be engaged. To begin to pay attention and to get support, sincerely get support. There's so many different ways. Um, you know, I think we're in this interesting time where there is an abundance of support available. But what's most important is that you find your right place for that support, that, um, that you lean in and ask for it, that you lean into the places and spaces where it is available. For each of us, that looks a little bit differently. It takes time to to really nurture into some of the places that uh, want to bloom and grow and expand so that you can really live into your unique rhythm. Because you really do have a rhythm all of your own, one that is natural and in flow and supportive of the dreams and ideas and visions that you hold. I think one of the ways that really helped me to find my own rhythm, actually one of the biggest ways was to begin to pay attention to the moon cycles, to begin to pay attention to where my emo, where I felt, how, how I felt emotionally, where I felt, where my emotions were, how I was expressing my emotions with relationship to the full moon and the new moon. I would begin to notice where, what time I felt expansive and alive and social and a natural desire to connect with other people. I would notice times when I felt reflective and wanting to sink in deeper, exploring my inner worlds. I would notice times when I wanted to be 
creative and allow my inner creativity to be expressed. Now, in addition to this piece of tuning into the moon cycles, I began to recognize the way the seasons came into play with that as well. And then beyond that, you know, we can look at astrology and we can look at the planets and there's so many other interesting areas that we can dance with, with this, right? Like this can continue to expand and expand. But the simplicity for me of paying attention to the moon cycles, just the simple full moon, new moon, paying attention to how was my energy, how was, how was I showing up energetically? What were, how was I showing up emotionally during those times? There was such a game changer for me. <laughs> it sounds so, so simple, but it really shifted so much in my awareness. I really feel like knowing our rhythm is such a central part in being able to tune into our inner wisdom. Actually, it's a part of our inner wisdom. Our inner wisdom and knowing our unique rhythm, actually, they're one in the same. As we move with our unique rhythm, we know we're, we're able to really honor the times that our soul is inviting us to come within and listen and able to honor the times when our soul says, yep, now's the time to leap. It's, we can recognize the two of them. They, they dance so beautifully together. And it's such a it's such a game changer um, in life. You know, I, I laugh in some ways because we've we live in this world here in, here in the Western world here in the United States. Um, I guess I'm going to speak to that. You know, here in the United States, we have these certain you know timelines for so many different things, milestones, timelines, you know, ways in which. Um, we are like what the expectation is for each of those. But if we want to really be a part of the change that's unfolding in, in the world right now, if we want to contribute to that, the best thing we can begin to do is discover how, what is the rhythm that our, we innately need each one of us. Now, I know that sounds very individualistic, but the reality is that as we begin to tune into what we really need, we actually begin to recognize that other people have a very similar need. And there might be nuance, you know, that creates the uniqueness around that, but but there's similarities in what's needed on the planet at this time. And giving ourselves permission to sink in and discover what that is for ourselves creates the space for that to ripple beyond and even further. So as this episode comes to a close, <laughs> I actually want to invite you to spend a bit of time over this next week, maybe even the next month, um, just considering, just tuning in, paying attention to where you're living in a rhythm that feels out of alignment, where maybe you're slowing down or speeding up or experiencing some anxiety and stress 
at times when maybe that doesn't match for one reason or another. And let yourself begin to just get curious about what it would be like to live at a slightly different rhythm. Now, I really do recognize that everyone cannot go live in the woods for an entire summer. Um, (laughs) But I am also very aware that there are many ways that we can begin to subtly adjust our innate rhythm. And moving into a place in my life where I was able to spend an entire summer in the forest happened because of the subtle adjustments that Chris and I made over many years to simply experience life differently. And those subtle ways create a very different path. It's subtle changes create big changes in the long run. And that's actually one of the themes that came forward this month in the sanctuary was small steps equal big leaps. And so I guess I want to leave you with that and extend the invitation to create awareness around um, what subtle ways that you can begin to attune to your own rhythm and let it begin to guide you. Maybe that small way is just paying attention to the moon cycle. Yeah, that was my first small step. Let yourself sink in, notice, begin to pay attention, mark it on the calendar. All right, I thank you so much for joining me this week. And um, if you're ready to go a little bit deeper, with your unique rhythms, with your discovery of your unique rhythms and how to live that in ways that are truly empowering, I want to invite you to join us in the sanctuary. We're having a lot of fun and uh, I'd love to have you in there with us. All right, my sacred friends, I wish each of you an absolutely beautiful week and as always, shine brightly. (laughs) Bye for now. Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard and would love to hear more, subscribe. And you can help others find us by sharing. Give us a couple stars, write a review, and tell people you know who would love to listen. I wish you a beautiful day, my sacred friends. Shine brightly.